Welcome to day 42 of the New Way. This passage today refers to John the Baptizer. I'll read John 3, 22 through 30. After this, Jesus and his disciples went out into the Judean countryside where he spent some time with them and baptized. Now John also was baptizing at Enon near Salem because there was plenty of water and people were coming and being baptized. This was before John was put in prison. An argument developed between some of John's disciples and a certain Jew over the matter of ceremonial washing. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one you testified about, look, he is baptizing and everyone is going to him. To this John replied, A person can receive only what is given them from heaven. You yourself can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom, bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and it is now complete. He must become greater. I must become less. We've talked before about John the baptizer fulfilling his role to announce Jesus' arrival and to point people to Jesus not to himself. Here we see another example of John the Baptizer's faithfulness. I'll reread John 3, 27. John replied, A person can receive only what is given them from heaven. I believe that John the Baptizer was saying that we need to submit to God's plans for our life. Each plan will be uniquely designed by God just for the individual. So we need to be careful to not be critical or jealous of other people. John the Baptizer uses the metaphor of a bridegroom and his best man to describe his relationship with Jesus in John 3, 28 through 29. I'll read the, that portion again, verse 28 and 29 of John 3. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom, bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and it is now complete. John faithfully accepted his role and was not jealous that Jesus was greater than he was. And finally, John 3.30 is a great motto for ministry. John 3.30, he must become greater, I must become less.
Let's continue. I'll read John 3, 31 through 36. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever, whoever has accepted it has certified that God is truthful. For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives the Spirit without limit. The Father loves the Son and has placed everything in his hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. John 3.36 is an important statement that you need to know. John 3.36 Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. But whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. According to this verse, who is under God's wrath or anger? Many translations say those who reject Jesus. Some say those who believeth not but both point to the fact that they have heard the good news and decided to reject the truth. To me, this settles the questions that come up in many debates. What happens to people who haven't heard God's plan? What happens to little babies and children too young to invite Jesus into their core? What happens to the mentally handicapped who aren't capable of choosing to follow Jesus. Read, I'll read here Romans 1, 18 through 20. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godliness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. I believe that God's wrath is against those who suppress or deny the truth. Earlier, John says that God's wrath is against those who refuse to obey. I believe God will hold us accountable at whatever level we understand and have been exposed to the gospel. But I do not believe that we can claim lack of exposure or understanding. When, according to these verses, God has planted within each human heart a desire to know his creator.
what we do with that knowledge is essential. In his service, Dale.